everyone, welcome to the uh, ninth podcast in the series. This one is a, a World Environment Day special, so we're going to be increasing the time to five minutes as well. So it's uh, World Environment Day on Saturday, and the theme this year is uh, getting back to nature. So the little, uh, just a few words from the World Environment Day website, which are the foods we eat, the air we breathe, the water we drink and the climate that makes our planet habitable all come from nature. Yet these are exceptional times in which nature is sending us a message. To care for ourselves, we must care for nature. It's time to wake up, to take notice, to raise our voices. It's time to build, build back better for people and planet. This World Environment Day, it's time for nature. So we wanted to talk about Himalayan balsam because it's something that's... Uh, Close, close to us and getting closer. Yeah, yeah, extremely close. I think there's some sprouting over the rail over there. So, should we, should we start the timer? Yeah, start the timer for five minutes. In three, two, one, go. What are your, what, what do you want to start with? Himalayan balsam. Well, should we start with saying why we've got interested in Himalayan balsam? Well, what is in. Well, we're not exactly interested. We're just more interested in getting rid of it. I'm more aware of it, yeah. yeah. So our neighbour Mike has been picking lots and lots of Himalayan balsam in uh, the ancient woodlands near us. Uh, so we did a bit. Didn't get very far. I mean, we got a bit, but not as much as him. So is there anything else? Well, yeah, just seeing Mike and how much he'd done um, kind of inspired us to, to sort of do the same. And then since we've been doing it, every time we go in the woods, we pick a bit more. And then we realise how much there actually is in the woods. And it's just kind of taken over. And, in, and, when, and when we've cleared it, one thing I've really noticed is that nothing can survive where it is. It just kills everything in its path. Apart from brambles. The old brambles survive. <laughs> but when you look, it's just you're just left with a dry, dusty yeah. soil underneath. So it's really damaging our native our native species they can't survive where it where it flourishes so it's, it's not good possibly the only fun thing about Himalayan balsam other than its seeds popping and flying miles is that I've got it wrong before the fact that it's called it's also known as policeman's helmet bobby tops copper tops and gnome's hat stand mm, okay. so yeah that's some Come on, what, cool tell names. us what else you found out about Himalayan balsam when you were doing your research uh, so obviously you know how tall it grows, about 6.6 foot high, uh, it's, quite, it's quite high actually. Um, so when it's crushed it has a very strong musty smell apparently, I've never, have you noticed that? Never tried to crush it though. I've probably tried I noticed the wasps like it. Yeah the, the wasps do seem to yeah. like it a lot. Uh, and. Another fun thing about it, or fun, useful, is the green seed pods uh, and seeds, the young leaves and shoots are all edible and the flowers can be turned into a jam or parfait. Mm-hmm. So that's something you can do with it. When did it arrive? Why is it here? It arrived in 1839 at the exact same time as giant hogweed uh, and Japanese knotweed, or maybe not the exact same time. Uh, and some people, and they they did say they were promoted as uh, having the virtues of Herculean proportions and splendid invasiveness, whereas now they're more described as invasive species weeds and prohibited noxious weeds. So, not as popular anymore. No, 
definitely not and not around here because no. I can remember maybe about 10 years ago there wasn't any no, and then wasn't. and then all of a sudden it seemed well not all of a sudden but over the years it just seems to get more and more invasive and take over yeah. and it's um it's the roots the roots are they're really easy to pull up and then when you when pull up the roots are um kind of just just they don't really burrow into the soil very far which means that the soil erodes really easily so they're not very good if they're near water they, they sort of make flooding more likely um, so they are quite quite bad in that way as well which brings on to our next point which is often to get rid of them people use balsam bashing but uh, when you do balsam bashing it can harm the riparian zones so if you get rid of it in all these riparian zones you let more invasive species like Japanese knotweed in which was introduced at the same time uh, a riparian zone is uh, the interface between land and a river or stream I didn't memorize that uh, so if you are in a riparian zone a better technique is to uh, decrease the amount of eutrophication Ooh, <laughs> I didn't memorize that one either I've got this all written down uh, eutrophication is from the Greek word eutrophos which is well nourished uh, and it's when a body of water, it's like a pond or a lake, it becomes overly enriched with minerals and nutrients which uh, make algae grow like too much. So uh, if you if you decrease the eutrophication, uh, it allows the local vegetation that usually gets outgrown by the Himalayan balsam uh, with high nutrient load to just come back naturally and therefore the Japanese knotweed can't get in and the Himalayan balsam dies. Very good, Tony. Thanks very much for all that interesting, uh, interesting facts. However, balsam bashing is better when you're not in a riparian zone. So yeah, that's just. But one one way that everybody can get involved easily is by doing what Mike inspired us to do, and what we've been trying to do, and that's just to pull it up, just pull the Himalayan balsam up by the roots, um, and and leave it to to rot. Or decompose, yeah. yeah. That is the timer. Let's for just, can we finish? Minutes. Can we finish off? We can finish. Got anything else? So, well, just really to say, I hope that this inspires you. If you live somewhere where there's Himalayan balsam nearby, um, and we can share some pictures if people want, want it, um, then please, for World Environment Day especially, go out and pull up some Himalayan balsam. Um, and, and just try, if we all did a little bit, if we all did an hour this week, just imagine how much impact we could actually make and how much difference we could make because the thing is when you do pull it up um it it struggles to grow back so it does work we, do, we can we can win the battle if we all join in it's also very satisfying if you get especially when it's grown up a bit more and it's not tiny uh, and if you get like a massive handful and pull about 12 out at once it's very satisfying yeah, yeah. I suppose we have to share this with mike now don't we yeah probably can't not yeah. share it with Mike. That'd be like illegal. <laughs> okay. So, Great. any idea what we're going to do next podcast? I don't know. This was a special, so I don't yeah. know. We'll have to see if we want to do any more specials. I mean, the next one is episode ten. That's, that could be a special as well. No, I think we should just keep the specials for special times, <laughs> like World Environment Day, special okay. occasions, and we'll have Megan back hopefully. Yeah. Well, the next one. I don't know what it's hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll have Megan back for yeah. the next one. Uh, uh, see you in the next podcast, the 10th podcast, uh, and I hope you enjoy. Happy World Environment Day!